Let's have some fun with things that rhyme. Welcome, kids. It's poetry time. Give it up, hooray! Give it up, hooray! Give it up, hooray! Welcome, everyone, to Kids Poetry Club with me, Little Dazzy Donuts. With just a few days to go in the current competition on hopes and dreams, I'm braving a biting cold wind to head into the club and look through the latest batch of entries. I'm sure I'll see Queenie and Chicken there as they're busy in the garden behind the club, and so it'll be interesting to see just what gardeners get up to on a cold winter's day like today. Seeing as I'm not quite at the club yet, why don't we take advantage of this time to do our club registration? This is where you get to shout out your name and get a club point for being here. So on the count of three, shout out your name so that I can hear you through your phone, computer or radio. Let the drum roll begin. Here goes. One, two, three. Excellent. While I just arrived at the club, let's head in and start work reviewing the competition entries. Okay then, let's see what we have here. We have a stack of poetry entries about what people are hoping for. And another stack of poetry entries about what people have been dreaming about. And then we have a few poems on the environment. And a few poems about health. Oh, and a nice looking stack of art entries too. It's so exciting to see all of the different ways that people have been inspired by the topic of hopes and dreams. Oh, hang on. I hear footsteps. I bet this is Queenie and Chicken coming in from the garden. <laughs> Hi, Queenie. Hi, Chicken. Hi, little Dazzy Donuts. How great to see you, my friend. Gosh, it's cold out there today. It is. I reckon it's the coldest day we've had so far this winter. When I woke up this morning, there was thick frost on the ground, and there are still a few piles of snow from the recent snowfall. I'm sure that the two of you were cold out there in the garden. We were, but we were definitely helped a lot by our many layers of clothing. Look, I'm wearing two pairs of socks and three sweaters and chicken house or new winter padded coat on. Even then, we couldn't keep the cold out completely. We did stay out there for an hour, but eventually it just got too cold to be outside. Gosh, my nose feels frozen, and I've lost touch with my toes. For sure it's time for us to warm up here in the club. How about I put the kettle on and make you both a nice cup of tea? Ooh, that sounds lovely. I may be tempted to drink some and then pour the rest over my feet to warm them back up again. Don't worry, I'm only joking. Oh, before I forget, check out what we have here in this cardboard box. It's a lovely collection of winter veggies that we just picked. Gosh, you did pick a lot. I had no idea you were still growing veggies out there in the middle of winter. Oh, we are. Here we have some kale and some Brussels sprouts, too. Well, it may be frosty and icy out there, but we're still harvesting yummy greens from the garden thanks to the world's best garden planter, chicken. Back at spring, we talked about what we'd want to harvest and when, and Chicken cleverly planned to make sure that we'd still have veggies even in the middle of winter. Just look at how yummy our kale looks. You're right. It's a nice dark green. 
It looks so tempting to eat. Oh, it is. Kale is packed full of nutrition. Chicken and I were reading all about how it contains important vitamins as well as being a source of other things the body needs, like calcium. Well, it's amazing how there's so much crammed into one little green leaf. And it's super easy to grow, too. We just pick the leaves when they're young and tender, and we're guaranteed lots of kale goodness. And you have Brussels sprouts, too? We do. I just adore how they're bite-sized, like the little cabbage nuggets or, or maybe giant peas. I cook them in a frying pan and serve them with fried chestnuts, pistachios, and pomegranate seeds. Oh, it's so yummy. Well, I'm really impressed by your gardening skills. Now, isn't it tough to grow nice vegetables like these in the middle of winter? I assumed everything would die in the cold. Not when you have the right place to grow them. Chicken built us some great cold frames. They're the large boxes in the garden, the ones with wooden sides and glass lids. We have a couple of them, one for the sprouts and one for the kale. They're so clever. Well, the glass lids tilt towards the sun so the frames can capture as much of the sun's heat as possible. You know, it can be several degrees warmer inside of our frames than it is elsewhere in the garden. So the coal frames keep the plants warmer? Exactly. They also help to protect the plants from frost and snow and also from birds and slugs. It's like a cold frame is a winter veggie's best friend. I really had no idea that it was possible to grow veggies all year round. The two of you are certainly teaching me a lot about gardening. So are you going to cook the kale and sprouts for your dinner? Normally we would, but we've promised these to the food bank. We're going to drop them off later once we've warmed up a little. While we sip our tea, do you happen to have any poems that you could read to us, little Dowsy Donuts? I do, Queenie. I actually have a few here all on the topic of winter weather. How about we start with this one? It's called Knocked Out Cold. I'll read the poem to you now. After an hour, the cold in my toes spread through my feet and up through my bones till my knees went all blue and my legs were both numb. If you'll pardon the expression, I lost touch with my bum. As the cold spread upwards and inwards and round, with my lips and tongue frozen, I mumbled a sound to say that I'd thought being outside never got old, but an hour in the snow just knocked me out cold. So how's it going getting warmed up? Really well. This tea is doing the trick. And there's still a little more in the pot, so let's pour one for you too. While we listened to your poem, we were looking out the window and watching the birds. There are so many birds out there in the trees right now. <laughs> You're right, chicken. There are robins and blackbirds. Oh, and some finches too. The poor things look so cold. It's a shame they don't make socks and sweaters for birds to keep them warmer on winter days like today. You're right, and they look hungry too. They do. During the rest of the year, they're busy hopping around and looking for worms and bugs and seeds, but it's harder for them to find food this time of year. <laughs> well, as Chicken was just saying, we try to help the birds this winter by not raking up fallen leaves and keeping the seeds on plants, you know, all the usual things gardeners could do to help. But right now, everything is frozen solid or buried beneath snow and frost and ice. I'm just worried that our bird friends simply don't have enough to eat. Perhaps there's something we can do to help them. We must have some food here that birds would enjoy. Well, you're right. 
But how do we know which food is okay to give to birds and which food could hurt them? I know, let's check in our bird book here. It lists all of the different birds that visit throughout the year, and it must have some suggestions on helping birds in the winter. Let's see. Oh, here we go. There's a whole chapter called Winter Bird Feeding Tips. That's perfect. What do they recommend? Well, it says here that we could put feeders out during winter to help birds who can't find food otherwise. Well, okay, that's a good start. Then it suggests buying mixed seed to put out, but only good mixed seed, without too much filler. So one with sunflower seeds, cracked corn, millet, and de-shelled unsalted peanuts. Wow, why wouldn't they like that? I like the sound of it myself. It goes on to suggest that we put fresh water out, and to replace it regularly if it freezes. Oh, and it also says that we can make our own food for the birds. Well, that totally sounds like the sort of thing that Chicken and I could do right here before we take the veggies to the food bank. I agree. Does the book offer any suggestions on what to make? Uh, let's see. Oh, yes. There's a recipe right here. Okay, what we would need. It says we need some suet. Well, it just so happens that I have some ideal vegetable suet in the kitchen, and so that's a good start. Then we'd also need some seeds, peanuts, raisins, or dried bread. Oh, I wonder if we have all of that. I'll check in the cupboards to make sure. While I'm looking, do you happen to have a poem you could read to us, Little Dozy Donuts? I do, Queenie. How about this one here? It's on the theme of weather, and it's all about wind. We've had more than a fair share of that lately, blowing in storms and rain and snow. The poem is called Run Like the Wind. Here, I'll read it to you now. Over oceans and mountains and fields it came, building up rage while roaring its name, until it finally arrived outside of my home, with me bundled up inside on my own, as it searched for narrow gaps under the doors, exploring the crawl space and up through the floors. Hinges began creaking as it whistled its tune, loose papers were spinning and danced round the room. There was mayhem as the noise of banging repeats, with me hid away under blankets and sheets. After an hour, all exhausted, it calmed itself down and considered moving on to visit others in town. If it lingers, my hopes will firmly be pinned on a dash for the door as I run like the wind. So then, Queenie, how's it going in the kitchen? Oh, it's going surprisingly well, really. I found all of the ingredients and mixed them together and then formed balls of yummy bird food goodness around pieces of string so I could hang them up on the trees. The birds are going to love them. They are. Now what's chicken made? Oh, she's made some apple treats. We had a few apples in the fridge and so she's made a hole through each one and fed string through ready to hang the apples on the trees. And to make it all even more yummy, She's pushed seeds and nuts into the skids of the apples. Look, this one almost resembles a hedgehog. It does. Talking of hedgehogs, it's a shame that our friend is missing out on all of this. It is. But as Hedgehog said before heading off for hibernation, a hedgehog's gotta do what a hedgehog's gotta do. 
I'm not totally sure what it means, but I'm sure it explains why Hedgehog has to miss out on our winter fun. Have you checked on Hedgehog at all down at the hibernation station? I do sneak a peek every now and again. Hedgehog is curled up safely in the hibernation station away in spring. And the countdown clock is still counting down to when it will be warm enough for Hedgehog to resurface again. On that great day, we're going to hold a welcome back party for our friend. That's definitely something for us all to look forward to. (laughs) Okay then, what happens next? Next? Well, Chicken and I are off to hang the bird food in the trees around the garden, and then we're taking the box of yummy veggies to the food bank. By that point, we'll be cold again, and so we'll almost certainly pop into the tea shop for a toasted tea cake and a pot of tea. Well, would you like to join us, little Dazzy Donuts? I definitely would. I love toasted tea cakes, smothered in melting butter and washed down with a nice cuppa. So you two head off, and I'll see you at the tea shop in around 10 to 15 minutes. Okie dokie, see you soon! Well, while Queenie and Chicken walk around the garden hanging their bird food, why don't I read our final poem for the episode? Seeing as I'm all excited about tea cakes, how about I read this one here? It's called Bear in Mind. When the world is all chilly or frozen, what cheers me right up is to head to Bear Steps, where I order a cup of steaming hot tea in a nice ceramic pot and a freshly toasted tea cake that I smother with a lot of yummy runny butter. Then I sit there and watch as the world walks by in its hats and its coats. I'm warmed right up, in part by the tea, but mostly by separating the world out from me. As I sip and I nibble, there's a piece that I find that you're welcome to share. Just bear it in mind. Well, sadly, that was our final poem for the episode. Before I head off to join Queenie and Chicken, I'd like to thank everyone for joining us today and also to remind you there are lots of ways to join in with the club. If you go to kidspoetryclub.com, you can see the Podsnack video for the episode, plus there's information on how to send your poetry and art into the current competition on the topic of hopes and dreams. It's such an inspiring topic, and we're really looking forward to seeing what you write and create. Don't forget the competition closes on January the 29th, and so send us your entries as soon as you can. It's been so lovely to spend time with you. Thank you for joining me, Queenie and Chicken. I hope you enjoyed yourself, and hope you'll be back for more next time the club meets. Join us again next week when we'll have a brand new topic and new poems. As always, let's finish with our short goodbye poem. We've had some fun with things that rhymed, Goodbye, kids. Until next time. This is Little Lassie Donuts saying, keep rhyming. <laughs> <laughs>